Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronald Moorfield. I said that with an extra like, Frew? Frew? Like, like it was surprising. Really questioning it. It was like really surprising yourself. Like, is that yeah, my name? Fru? Well, was that chairman? Had a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, someone had a little birthday party for themselves over the weekend. Someone did. Someone did. Not, not you. No. 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 It was me. No, I'm far yeah. too young for those. Far um, too young. Yeah. For those 40th birthday parties. 40th. You're, you're like at least a year away from that. At least a year. Uh, several years. <laughs> several years. Excuse me. I beg your pardon. Several, I think, is what <clears throat> the terminology is. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, we did. We we, we we had drinks and we were very merry on, on the Friday yeah. gone. We were. It was quite a... I was going to say quite an eventful day the next day. It was like, no, it was quite a very, well, for me, it was a very uneventful day. Yeah, for me also. Uh, <laughs> just like lying, uh, not really so much in pain, just more like dazed and confused. A lot of kind of just foggy head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got that too. I, I was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of foggy headedness and, you know, angst about life and what's it all about oh really did you yeah. have like one of those yeah, in yeah. your brain just one of those hangovers oh, where you're just like oh what's it all about of, why why did i do this yeah. to myself you know this kind of stuff i did feel actually at one stage i was like oh god i felt like very hot and i was like oh god i wonder did i get covid now <laughs> and then um i did a test the next day and i was fine but fine. still though i was like during the night because I didn't have the tests like at hand, like mm-hmm. at you know three in the morning. Yes, and then I was just like, oh god, I wonder, like maybe I maybe I did come down with something, and then like I was totally fine. But that sort of anxiety popped into my head a bit. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It I was think... a good night, and it was yes, it was well worth it. It was well worth. It. As you said offline, it was one of those like nights where you just constantly had a drink in your hand, and it was full chats, and it was like. Yeah. Every time I turned around, somebody was handing me a drink, course, you know, because that's what happens on your birthday night out. But, like, in my it case, it was like, birthday. I know, yeah. But in my case, I had a drink. And every time I turned around, somebody handed me a drink. And also, somebody handed me a shot, which oh. shots oh. I don't do. And for some reason, uh, I did them that night. And once somebody saw me do one shot, that was it. It was, uh, yeah. I'll buy him a shot, <laughs> you know. So uh, I never, I didn't buy you a shot now. And I'm very um, grateful that you didn't. I really am. <laughs> so, because a few people did. And, you know, you can't turn down a shot because, you know, you That'd can't. Be rude. Yeah, you'd be rude and un-Irish. So uh, you you drank the shot. And, yeah, that's that's why I was filled with regret the next day, I think. But, um, yeah. no, great night all around. So delighted everyone came out. So Yeah, and they also had Foley's shout out, uh, Foley's mm. on Bagger Street. Mm-hmm. Um great finger food great finger food great music um i think they went above and beyond uh special shout out to martin behind the bar who looked after us um but they he's the guy the food Um, the finger food now i have to say was like quite because uh 
you know, I mean, I had all your traditional yellows and browns. Like you, had your, your, you had your yellows, you had your browns, you had your all the good stuff. You know, typical Irish. But then they had like well, little yeah. samosa kind of stuff going on. That's right, shit, yeah. Um, you know, which you don't really see usually, like you don't. But uh, or maybe I just my finger food game is just gone way <laughs> no, below no, par. I think their finger food game is strong and fully. So yeah, fair play to them. Yeah. Um, I was sitting with uh, our friends um, mm-hmm. Emma and Michelle. Michelle, who uh, is pregnant at the moment, but still fair play came out. Yeah, made the trek from Scaries fair play to her. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we were like tucking into that. That was good. It was. It was. No, it was a great day. I was. <laughs> like yeah. food for me is just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, makes or breaks so it, you know, just makes yeah. it breaks it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. actually, because I did happen to have a drink before I even went in. So like to have that little bit of like extra, you know, Pre, pre-game soakage. pre-game drink you know yeah you know yeah. but to it. have the extra soakage just like probably helped me not tip over the edge mm. like when it was time to go home definitely yeah um, that was, no, was it was very good um, i mean it did lead to quite an unproductive weekend though um, well you know what it, it, it was good that it was on a friday because normally you have it on yes. saturday and your sundays are right off and before you know it's monday but in this Actually, instance that's very true yeah in this instance it was on a friday saturdays are right off and Sunday, you've you know you've a whole day of feeling good and going about life yeah, and stuff. I actually did yoga on the Sunday, so well, there you it go. wasn't it mm-hmm. wasn't a total write off that day actually. Fair play to you. Um, I didn't do yeah. yoga on Sunday. No, okay. Just, just so we're clear, I did the opposite of yoga, which I called sitting on the sofa. It's great. <laughs> sofa yoga. Sofa yoga. So so yeah. So yeah. So soga. Yeah, it was soga. Soga. Nice. Cool. Well, shall we get into our films? Oh, I think we shall. Yes. Let's do it. Now, I think I went first the last time. You may be correct. So I am going to go first this time. Um, I'm going to bring up my notes just here because I have them. I have the list of what I gave you. Do you, will I read them? Uh, could you read them out to me, please? That would be so. One was Hold the Dark on Netflix, mm. and then the other was Wolf Like Me on Amazon Prime. Mm. Well, I went for Wolf Like Me on Amazon Prime. Oh, I had a feeling you would because it was like Isla. F- oh, is Isla Fisher? And oh my God, yeah. Well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah it sounds oh, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say definitely. Isla Fisher, and I'm sold. So because she is just a little sweetheart, and yeah, she's great in everything she does. I also really like Josh Gad as well. Josh Gad, also good. You see, this is the thing with this program, right? So okay. Um, so with Josh Gad and with Isla Fisher, you think this is going to be funny. And it's not funny. It really isn't. Like, um, There are like some mildly humorous bits in it, like, but it's completely like played straight as a drama. Um, and then eventually a supernatural drama sort of thing, like... Mm. Uh, but uh yeah it's not it's not like comedy at all so we'll get into the story basically that we find out i watched the first three episodes so oh uh, you've actually watched more than me on it but fair play oh good um so we're in it's season one on prime um it's brand new so it, it, like it's like it's got legs to go pieces like um it hasn't been cancelled or anything that's good so we've got uh, Gary, who's played by Josh Gad. Uh, he has uh, he's raising an eleven-year-old daughter in Adelaide, in Australia. 
which is where the whole thing is set. Um, have you been to Adelaide on your travels in the house? No, I actually, I never went no. to Adelaide. It was Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne primarily, but I visited Sydney as well. But uh, yeah, no Adelaide for me. Adelaide's on the West Coast, isn't it? Mm. The far coast from Melbourne and Sydney, isn't it? Yeah, let me just double check where Adelaide is. I think it's the other uh, side. But anyway, they're living in Adelaide. Um, so Yeah, it's really west. Um, it looks very like Brisbane from the... From oh, no, the sorry. Adelaide is actually... It's north of Melbourne. Uh, it's north it's northwest of Melbourne, but yeah, it's not west like where Perth is. All right, okay. It's um I thought it was your side. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's just a little bit northwest of Melbourne. Cool. So it's literally like if Sydney and Melbourne and Adelaide are like a small little triangle on that little uh east side of yeah. Australia. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um so anyway, Josh Gad, uh, he is living in Adelaide with his 11-year-old daughter. So very quickly off the bat, we um, <clears throat> we discovered that the daughter has some mental stuff going on. Um, she's very, uh, it seems OCD-like and very, you know, a bit, maybe uh, a little on edge all the time. Uh, has a big thing about timekeeping and, you know. Everything being done, finished, finished correctly and properly, and stuff like that. So she's, so she's got issues, um, which Josh Gad is doing his best to sort of uh, work around. Um, they're driving to school, and out of nowhere, they are slammed into by Isla Fisher in the car. So the car does a a, a complete, you know, flip, um, lands on its feet, but obviously it's a big shock for everything. It comes out of nowhere, sort of thing. So it's a bit of a shock, like. Um and the daughter uh being you know prone to panic attacks as she is um Josh Gad very quickly springs into action sort of I know what'll calm her down sort of thing but by the time he is running to her aid uh, she's already calm and smiling because Isla Fisher has calmed her down um and yeah that's 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 our introduction to Isla Fisher's character someone who seems quite grounded and you know realistic and stuff and can talk the daughter down from the edge sort of thing um. So yeah, that sets the ball rolling on them two getting to know each other. Uh, Isla Fisher calls to the house to apologise for crashing into them and to give the daughter a book. Um, we find out through the conversations between Josh Gad and Isla Fisher that uh, Josh Gad is in Adelaide because his former wife was Australian and they wanted to raise the daughter there. And then the wife, uh, pretty quickly after the daughter was born, contracted cancer and passed away. So all pretty heavy stuff so far. Like I said, yeah. very little in the light of humor, which is what I was expecting. Because, you know, you don't really see Josh Gad or Isla Fisher doing drama or straight drama. Um, they're sort of yeah. very much well, comedic actors. Listen, uh, Isla Fisher was in uh, the succinct drama of Home and Away. She uh, so wasn't every Australian. Some... I'm pretty sure it's like a thing in Australia. Like, like her... you go to school, you do a stint on Neighbours or Home Away, then you go to college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's like every person gets a go. So Isla Fisher had her stint on Home and Away for sure. Like, um, and uh, yeah, that that was definitely the training shop she needed for this kind of heavy drama. So, um, but the two of them seem to hit it off quite well. They seem quite quite comfortable in each other's company. Uh, Isla Fisher seems to be a bit quirky about like you know getting too close. Um, 
and uh, inevitably when they do go out for uh, a day date, uh, she initially has a flip out about the restaurant he's picked out. She doesn't like it, so she drags him to like a, a bit of a dive bar. Two of them start day drinking. They sort of get, um, you know, uh, we'll say, uh, like very chatty and stuff and get, you know, into the deep and meaningfuls after a few glasses of wine and stuff. Um, and she uh, very quickly has to run off at the end of the date. Um, and when I say run off, she literally runs off, as in like she runs however many miles, legs at home, yeah. however many miles it takes. She doesn't stop once. She literally pegs at home, um, causes a car accident, the whole lot, like it's all very dramatic. And leaving Josh Gad standing there uh, holding his mouth going, what, what the fuck was that out of? So uh, when she gets home, she panics, strips down, runs into a, a basement that's locked by a big metal door. So automatically we're thinking, all right, this is the this is where the wolf of the title comes in. Um, and this is where the supernatural element starts to play. Uh, but it doesn't end up with the drama. Episode two sort of continues on with the drama. We find out more about their individual pasts. Um, that uh, Josh Gad, when his wife died, uh, sort of done a burner, couldn't handle the thing and disappeared for six months and left his wife's family to take care of the daughter, who was four at the time. Um, but he came back. They forgave him. But it seems the daughter didn't. Um, and Josh Gad is terrified that all her issues stem from her. That episode incidentally starts off with what appears to be a suicide attempt from the daughter. He mm. finds her sort of passed out in the bathroom, has to rush her to the hospital. She's all right, but this you know, brings back all the guilty feelings for Josh Gad about what he's done in the past or what have you. At the same time, uh, when him and Isla Fisher run into each other, uh, she confesses that um, her husband is dead. Um, and yeah, she misses him and all the rest of it, And that's her sort of painful past or whatever. So as I said, all very dramatic, but it's all played out quite well. The two of them do quite well with it. They're quite good actors uh, when they're not trying to be goofy. And yeah, it, excuse me, it kind of works works quite well for the for the story that they're trying to show. Um, but again, of course, it all comes back to what her deal is. So after their encounter, their chance encounter, um, she accidentally storms off with her with his car keys. So he has to jump in a taxi and follow her home, getting uh, getting close to night time at this stage. So he basically follows her in, and she's all panicked and sweaty, saying, why are you here? Fuck off. Um, and he's like, you have my car keys, blah, blah, blah. And she basically has no time to explain what's going on, but she said, right, you have to deal with this then. And so she locks herself into this basement with a metal door, but she locks herself in there with a couple of chickens and a live goat. And there's a little hatch that you can that Josh Cad can see through, and he sees through this. Obviously, her transforming into a werewolf and killing whatever animals are down there with him, or with her. Excuse me. Yeah. And that's uh, that's the end of that's the end of episode two. Um, I've just sort of gotten in, starting into episode three, so I won't talk about that. But I haven't finished it yet. Like, but that's pretty much where we're at. Um, with this, uh, so yeah, it's obviously very quirky. You don't get a lot of, uh, you know dramas based around werewolves these days it's normally no. like a horror or a comedy or both it's never no, like no i've know. actually so far this year this is my second werewolf this is your second I've werewolf yeah i think you have a bit of a fetish that i should worry be worried about should i no have we got a little twilight I thing going on here fan of the lycanthrope um, <laughs> um mythology yeah yeah so uh There's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that normal. yeah my counselor says it's totally normal it's fine yeah no it's fine 
we're all worried about you as your friend. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, back to the program. Uh, so yeah, imagine so, if I actually had like a little wolf suit on now, just like that would be hilarious be for me. Anyway, I'd be yeah, you know, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, put it on right now. Come on, I know you have it there, ready to go. Just <laughs> it's just there off camera. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, so you don't get very many werewolf drama types, uh, and this is one of them, but it's done quite well because, as I said before, Josh Gad and Isle Fish are very capable of carrying the drama, and they do it well. Uh, yeah. It's sort of, yeah, it's, it's sort of done in a very normal, kind of well-lit, kind of, you know, suburban way, like, you know, everything looks nice. Yeah, I was going to say, it's sort nice of and clean not, and obviously it's not real, but it's yeah. kind of realistic if, like, you were going to be a werewolf. Yeah. In yeah. You, you sort of, she's kind of hiding in plain sight sort of thing, like, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it has, it's very an interesting story. I'm going to keep going with it because um, I'm intrigued to see where it goes because it's such a unique premise. Like I said, these two genres don't rarely mix. So, it'll yeah. be interesting to see where it goes. But, like I said, fan of Isla Fisher, so I will watch her in anything and I'll definitely yeah. watch this. So, thank you. I, I'm glad you made me watch this. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's. A, I think I'll definitely stick with it as well. Because when I watched the first two, I was like, "Hmm, interesting." Mm, um, I need to watch more, and that's why I was like, "Okay, this is something I'm going to say to you." Mm. Um, my choices da. are. You gave me Tick, Tick, Boom or West Side Story. Yes. Tick, Tick, Boom on uh, Netflix and then West Side Stories on Disney Plus. Uh, both Oscar noms. Yes. So yeah. very timely. And I watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, good. I, I, I figured you would. Did you? I did, yeah. I kind of thought that would be more your I style. do love West Side Story, but I love uh the original and uh so i wasn't really too sure if i was going to watch the new glossier version of it mm. i think i definitely will watch it because it's just great songs um but i think for this i was just going to do something totally different and so i watched tick tick boom if you have no idea what I'm talking about. So it is about um, it's a biographical musical drama film directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, who we know as the amazing uh, performer and musical creator genius mm. type of guy. Yeah, um, we go with that. Of I Hamilton. Of Hamilton, yeah, yeah, which I believe is awesome. I've never seen it or even seen it. I haven't uh, seen it either. Um, I know there's but, like a, a version of it on Disney Plus that you can watch, like the film stage version oh, of it. Oh, yeah, there is actually. Yeah, I've never it's like sat a, into it. of like Broadway's Hamilton, isn't it? Or is yes. it the West End? No, it's, it's Broadway. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, and because this film is essentially about... Um, Jonathan Larson and he uh, created the massive uh, musical that is Rent 
I have never seen Rent before. Have you? I know, I, no, I've never seen it. I know what it's about, but I've never seen it, no. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of is about um, uh, living in New York City in like the 80s, 90s kind of of with uh, the background of the uh, HIV epidemic. And yeah, so all, and all that that ensues. Um, so, but this film is essentially before all of the hype of Rent. It's it's him, Jonathan Larson, who's like living in a small apartment with his girlfriend, the kind of neighborhood of friends that he has. Yeah. And then he's like working day to day in uh, the Moondance Diner just to earn like a bit of a living but he spends every single second and he's obsessed with writing this musical and he's been writing this musical for about six or seven years and it's all he can kind of focus on to the detriment actually of his own like girlfriend's relation and his relationship and um he also he's his friends uh that we get to meet along his sort of journey um one gets very sick and then all like you just don't see that actor again because he's in hospital like dying of uh AIDS Mm -hmm. and then uh, we find out along the way as well that um one of his friends has uh, is di- just newly diagnosed with HIV as well. Right. And he often talks about his friends who are just like they're each getting positive and it's like actually kind of, it's a very visceral fear um, in his community of friends and then in the city as a whole as well. Mm. Um, so his... His, uh, what you call it, um, his musical that he's working on is called Su- Superbia. Is that, and yeah, yeah. Pardon? No, I was, I was, that's fine. I was going to say something. That's fine. Yeah. So his, yeah, the mu- musical that he's working on is Superbia. And um, so the way Lin-Manuel uh, directs this is, so it is essentially a musical, but at the it's not very in your face musical. It's not like, um, it's not you know, the grand, you know, musical. Yeah. Musical. Like, yeah. Oh, myself and Ronan are having a conversation. And yeah. then all of a sudden there is music yeah. in the background <laughs> and we are singing. It's much more natural in terms of. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and as well, a lot of it is him playing like, as in, um, it's kind of their snippets out of, uh, so he, Tick, Tick, Boom is essentially another a musical that he has written. And so there's snippets of him performing Tick, Tick, Boom, and which tells his story of his life. And so there's snippets of that in between then the scenes of like real time mm. with his like friends and his family or whatever. Um, but yeah, the way the songs are done it's essentially like 
I've written this new song like do you want to hear it kind of thing or like you know it's it's all sort of like I'm performing a song now here it is um as opposed to that kind of little bit cheesy thing of just like we're talking and now we're singing um you know it's it's very kind of which kind of is a bit cringy for me when I'm watching musicals. That's, I think, a little bit of why yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. hate them. But, um, <laughs> Would you say you hate them? Like, no, that's a bit too strong. But sometimes that change is just so kind of obvious and cringy to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, I, yeah uh, I, I think I would just say you, I prefer the much more naturalistic type of musical, something like along the lines of this or... You know, I'm I'm trying to think of another example. Um, I mean, La La Land, uh, I think had the cringe, had slight cringe factor in it, in that uh, it's sort of, uh, yeah, it does that, like I'm talking and now I'm singing a song and now, you know, anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. I know what you're trying to say. Um. But yeah, this is quite a more structured kind of thing to it. But also I felt so, you felt the love that Lin-Manuel had for Jonathan Larson because he was kind of one of the first like guys to do, I think a kind of, to to make a musical um, about like, a real tough subject, you know, mm. and um, something that like was very sort of gritty and not necessarily a major crowd pleaser, you know, um, or as in like, obviously it was a massive crowd pleaser, but that the subject matter wouldn't be met with everyone's kind of like idea of, hmm, that might not be something that I want to financially back. But um, obviously it did pay off. But uh, you could just feel like a huge respect there and a huge love that yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda had for Jonathan Larson because it was just like, he's like this hero figure all the time. And um, Lin-Manuel is in it. He's like a chef in the Moondance Diner. I don't know if you spotted him. I did, I did. And... There's like scenes in this where so there is a part where um he's kind of having a little bit of a daydream in the moon dance diner and it kind of does turn into a bit of a song and where he's like getting frustrated at like the Sunday morning diner people and uh it kind of turns into a bit of a performance where everyone sort of starts singing. Mm. So that's a little bit like but it actually traditional just, musical type yeah yeah exactly yeah. but that's I think the only sort of bit that's really like that but um it kind of opens it up though and it's kind of like he's kind of it shows though he's he's fine with working there because he has this other place in his head and his heart that he kind of wants to focus on so yeah um also in that scene there's like loads of massive icons of Broadway uh, I don't know if you spotted them, but um, there was a yeah in that in that song and um, like what's his name, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is the main player. He's the main this, guy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's the main guy. 
Um, so Andrew Garfield is there like singing away and then all of these like icons pop up and uh, Andrew Garfield has like legit tears in his eyes and you kind of can imagine that he's actually like overwhelmed to be kind of performing with these icons Mm. and um, even though you only see them on screen for like a second uh, I think he's actually like quite overcome um, as an actual sort of person uh, or an actor Mm. I don't know if that was like meant to be that way but it was that way yeah yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield is nominated for best actor uh He's very good. It, I have to say, he's very good in it. He's very good. He's yeah. got a great voice on him now. I didn't. I had no like idea he could sing for this now. So yeah, yeah good for him. Being uh, handsome, charming, I, and a singer. Mm-hmm. I do find that um, Andrew Garfield is always on the verge of tears. <laughs> Even when he's happy, he's just—he's always got that look. Like you could, like he almost—he uh, literally almost has a tear in his eye at all time well the new spider-man movie he kind of spends half the film in near tears all right it's really it's yeah yeah <laughs> and and i was watching actually i watched uh the social network was on recently too and so obviously he's you know plays uh one of the original founders of the of guys that. yeah and um he uh yeah he he's there kind of almost on the verge of tears and a lot of that too because he's like remembering back all the the bad shit yeah all the bad shit that mark zuckerberg did to him and uh he's like in his like court or whatever and yeah so i feel like he's kind of he he sort of uh, he's cornered that market for emotional torn characters like yeah yes the emotionally torn males of like in their in their early thirties, he has cornered that definitely market. Um, basically, then, uh, so Jonathan Larson is you know working away at his musical, and he is like people are getting sick around him, um, but he ends up and he faces trials and tribulations with trying to get his musical created and yeah. with no money so there's like help from kind of local theaters and stuff um and he uh is he finally shows his musical basically a like a presentation so before it actually goes to get financed you can pre- present it on front of like as many people as you can and after he did his presentation um there was no offers basically from his his uh agent was like yeah no they they want to see what you do next so uh but basically he sticks at it and Mm. he's given another he's like got the choice he meets with his friend who is HIV positive and he's just like, you have all the time in the world. I don't have all the time in the world. Like make the most out of your life, basically. And so that kind of gives them an extra like, you know. Perspective. Yeah. 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 
And like at the time as well, like, I mean, HIV positive was literally a death sentence. And now, thank God, with science and medication and all the rest of it, mm. it's not a death sentence. And people live happily and healthily with that uh, um, diagnosis. But for at that time in New York City, it was very, very bad news. And mm. um, but yeah, so he goes on and then he creates tick tick boom so that's essentially the musical that the snippets that are played all the way through this movie yeah um but yeah and i'm not going to give like i'm not going to say the ending because it's quite poignant um and if you don't know the story then you know you should watch watch. it exactly yeah yeah but yeah so i'm really glad you made me watch this oh good yeah I wasn't too sure at the very beginning. And then I was like, actually got sucked in. The characters were all great. Yeah. And the music was good. Um, Like, I mean, just to think that this guy like wrote, like all the songs in it are by him. Um, It's, it's very entertaining. And yeah, it's, it's definitely great performances all around from mm. everyone. Kind of want to go see Rent now as well. After, like, so. I know, like that's yeah. what I was like looking up Rent then, and uh, yeah, it's like something I definitely Rent is like basically. So he went on to do Rent after after this uh, tick tick boom, and what did I look at there? It's something mental. Um, so. The Broadway production closed on the 7th of September 2008 after 12 years. Yeah, so that was actually in on Broadway when I was over in 2005. Oh. Um, making it one of the longest running shows on Broadway, the production grossed over 280 million. Um, so that's just a massive, like, huge figure. Mm. Do you know? For a Broadway show, 100%, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then as well, I mean, you know, because, you know, maybe there wasn't as many sort of touts and things selling tickets off for $200. Yeah, yeah. It was just the usual, like, whatever, $30, $50. So, yeah, I'm really glad that you made me watch that. Thank you very much. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's on. It's on Netflix, and I didn't actually notice it come up. So you might have to put it into your Netflix search because it didn't. Like yeah, obviously, it's not, it's, it's not readily like being advertised everywhere. I don't yeah, think. Um, it's not for an Oscar nomination as well. So it's nominated for a bunch of things. So hmm. it's like best song, or not best song, but it's like I think score. I think uh, Andrew Garfield is best actor. Yeah. Um, is it on for best movie actually for Lin Man and and is Lin Manuel? Oh, Lin Manuel, I think for director and then for editing as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, I was very impressed with the fact that that was his first actual directorial film. Um, I thought it looked really well. I thought it looked, yeah, I thought it looked. It looked of the year that it was supposed to be, like you know. So, um, yeah, I was I was especially impressed by that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, hmm. 
Yeah, no, the 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 other one, the the West Side Story, is very much the opposite kind of musical. The one that we were talking about before, the one where it's all yeah. big, big numbers, and you know, big, it's all, massive numbers and it big, looks great massive and all, and, costumes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it looks great and all, but it's it's very much the 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 opposite end of the musical scale sort of thing, as it were. So yeah, you chose wisely, I think. Thanks very much. Yeah, so there you go. That's that's that. So. Yeah. Any? Uh, oh, actually, do you know what? I I was going to give you choices, but then I saw the one I was going to do. Um, is a cinema one, and then I was like, I'd have to go to that, and then. So what then, is it? yeah. And what was it? Um, that you to go to? No, I I had them written down. I can't think of them now. Because then I was like, oh, I'll just have to, because uh, I wanted to do some Oscar ones as well. But then I'm yeah. like, when are the Oscars this year? I don't know. Time just seems to have, you know, gone crazy for me this year. I just. 28th I of March. Okay, so we still have. 28th of March, there we go. We still have a few weeks. We have another two weeks to get yeah. uh, some Oscar nominees. Oh, Nightmare Alley. That was another one I was going to. Do, but I think that's still in the movies, or maybe it it's not in the movies. It is. I know it's in the movies, but I don't know if it's been streamed as well. Yeah, I couldn't find out if it was being streamed because I was going to give you that, and then don't look up. Have you? I I've seen Don't Look Up already. Um, this is the uh, the the asteroid thing. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we actually reviewed the power of the dog, so that's that's uh, done. Check. And yeah, Nightmare Alley is one that I was like, hmm, interesting, but I'd need to see that in the movies, I think, or yeah, because it's actually still in, or it's out on the twelfth of March, so I doubted if it's going to be streaming before then in Ireland. Mm. unless they are they sometimes do dual anyway i will send on my uh selections we'll say yeah 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 um very good i should do the same so excuse me yes um and we shall uh we shall surprise each other for next week cool um what have you got uh planned for this week um, I kind of busted up my knee a little bit, so I was mm. hoping to do more Bikram this week, but it's a bit sore, so I don't know. I might, uh, I'll try and do more, but it mm. is what it is. Do you know what I, I mean? think you should take that as you know, God saying no Bikram this week at least. Anyway, yeah, I certainly would. I would. I would take it as a sign. I would a divine sign. Yeah. Um. As it's International Women's Day. Um, oh, it is? Do I need to say happy International Women's Day or something? Do I, uh, something? Yes, please. Do I need to give you. you a card or something? Or, or oh, a, you know. Just yeah, a, sure. a sorry for being a man. <laughs> Do I have to give you any of these or am I okay? You don't have to apologize for being a dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, but you don't have to apologize for being a dickhead. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm not a dickhead. But anyway. No, no, no. And you're yeah. grand. 
Aaron Grant. Grant. Aaron Grant. Okay, thanks. Grant. You're fine. Holly yeah. said I was Grant. Yeah. Um, I will but, be spending yeah. the week trying to avoid Batman spoilers. Batman's been out for four days now, and I just every time I go online, somebody's dying to talk about it. If it's like a YouTuber or an Instagram person, somebody's dying to give away all the secrets, and it's really annoying me. I've like done so little internet this week just to avoid Batman spoilers. It's oh, a yeah. You just people are just like, like people put up a headline on an article go, uh, you know who in Batman? I'm like, no, stop. That's even that's too much. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, really? That's yeah, even yeah. too much. Even that's too much. Because now I'm like expecting a big fucking thing that I don't know anything about. So I'm like, ah, it's it's so frustrating. I need to go see it. But the thing is three hours long and I can't find three hours in the day to do it in like, you know. So It is a long time. Well, it's really four hours when you take into account getting to the cinema, sitting through all the trailers and ads and stuff and then, you know, getting home. So I need four hours in the day, which I don't have. With kids but you know actually they don't show as lengthy um i know obviously during the day is not ideal because you do loads of stuff but um the day they show less trailers than nighttime so actually mm. for me the problem to- yeah the problem is not for trailers the problem for me from is commercials because uh, my cinema is the view cinema in liffey valley and they are bastards for commercials it's just, they will literally show about 15, 20 minutes of ads. I know. It's infuriating. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. Like, um, you'd be sitting there 10, 15 minutes watching commercials. And then you have to sit through, like, this weird three-minute film about the greatness of cinema that they've produced at great a cost, it looks like. And then you have to sit through all the trailers. And then they show another fucking ad. And then it's like... It never ends. You'd be sitting there for a good 25 minutes before the film starts. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So I have to pick a different cinema or just, you know, nut up and shut up. So What did you just say? Nut up? Nut up and shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> never heard of that before. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'm sure if I thought about it, it probably is. But I just, you know, <laughs> I just say it as a way of, you know, putting up or shooting up. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, God, I didn't actually realize it was that long. I'm literally, I have it up here and it's like two hours and 56 minutes. Yeah. That's running time. I hope there's an intermission. What there's no intermission. Like? There is no, you, you pee in your seat or you get up and you miss probably the most exciting parts of the film, which I, I usually do. So, so I'm just going to go. I'm going to not drink any fluids beforehand. Yeah. And just, just dehydrate gonna, yourself. Dehydrate, dehydrate myself. Dehydrate your system watch the film, run home, done. You know, I just need to pick my times and yeah. avoid the internet. If I get, if I get anything spoiled, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Well, sure, look, um, that is the plan anyway, to see the Batman at some stage. Yes, that is my plan. That is my only goal for this week. Yeah. It's just to, you know, shirk all other responsibilities to go see the Batman. Yes, so. fair enough. I do, I don't think I don't think it's extreme. I don't think that's no, extreme. it's not. No. It's fair. It's very modest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh, you're back. Cool. I know. Uh, so yeah. Well, yeah. You you you're like similarly. You're on the opposite end of the scale interest scale for Batman. I assume you're like yeah, don't care. Well, I quite like Batman. 
Um, I liked all of the um, like Christopher Nolan Batmans. Uh, like obviously this isn't Christopher Nolan, but mm. I kind of would be interested to see what Robert Pattinson is like. And of course, our own Colin Farrell as well. So, uh, yes, yeah. Mr. Colin Farrell. It might be, it might be an interesting one. But uh, yeah, so I'll definitely try and check it out as well. Mm. See what it's like. But uh, yeah, sure. If you guys want to contact us as well, you can always give us an email at why did you podcast uh, at gmail.com. Or on our Instagram at Why Did You Podcast, and uh, let us know all of your thoughts about uh, what you've seen or have you seen the Batman? Mm. Um, yeah, cool. And we will talk to you guys next week. And if anyone sends in an email with a spoiler for Batman, oh, I yeah, you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. It's just yeah, there won't be any, won't be any uh, messing around. You're dead. Wow. Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> Didn't know what to say. It's just you don't do rebel. that. You don't spoil it. You don't. It's just rebel. It's rebel just, without a cause. Here, it's just guys. rude. You don't spoil it. It's just rude. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.